Hello, welcome to the At Cause podcast. I got Elisa Frank, as I know her. Her married name is Lupton. Uh, Elisa, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Elisa and I grew up together. We, uh, what is it, sixth grade? Yes. Wow, that's way, way back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tried to, she tried to get me out of her life several times, but <laughs> we just keep coming back together. Uh, <laughs> However, uh, we've been working now. How long have we been working together? Four oh, years? Five years? Well, officially, yeah. I yeah. mean, we've worked together before that in yeah. dif- different roles. She fired but yeah. me. No. Um, but no, we, we worked together for, yeah, about, about five it, years now. Yep. It's been great. It's been a lot. It's been a it's lot. It's been really great and a lot. Yeah, yeah really great you know. and a lot. So, uh, so what's been going on with you? What's new? just getting over a little cold a little post-holiday yeah. cold here but i have to say i can't complain tis the season tis the season right. all i have is a cold i can't complain yeah. since we're in a tri tridemic whatever it's called a yeah. tridemic yeah i think okay. that's what the, the new word heard is that one yet. that's haven't the new word that the rsv yet. flu and covid situation we've got going yeah. on right now yeah we're dating this podcast but that's okay <laughs> yeah like 50 percent of the office is out sick or a really bad post-holiday hangover. I don't know which one it is. We're not going to call them on it. It's the holidays. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Right. We'll just coast through this week there and we go. Get, on, get to the new year. Here we go. So uh, speaking of that, we have, mm-hmm. uh, we have the new year coming up. Uh, any, uh, any New Year's resolutions for you? Oh, I've got to get to physical therapy. So I've had this back issue that a lot of people know I've been dealing with, like this pinched nerve thing. And I got a cortisone shot, and I'm finally feeling better, but I've got to strengthen my core to support my back issue, which is great because then it makes me get in shape. All right. So typical New Year's resolution. Yeah, typical New Year's resolution, just for different reasons. Yeah, I'll take it. Right, that's good. Side effect of, you know, conditioning for a sport is you lose weight. So, yeah, Yeah. just look at it that way. I love it. I love it. What about you? Uh, you know, I don't necessarily have any New Year's resolutions. I have goals for the year. That's good. But no, like in the new year, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. I'm doing something with the, with the family for the first time and it's actually tonight. Um, and that is, uh, obviously I do like strategic planning for business, but we're doing like a little family strategic planning. Like, so this is the first time my kids are. 12 15 and 17 so i got one of them here in the uh in the podcast studio hey buddy um (laughs) but uh but yeah yeah so doing that tonight i'm very interested to hear how that goes i will let you know please that's super they might all want to kill me it's interesting though to look at like your family and like let's make some plans together and set goals and i don't know let them have a say and not just dad planning vacations and taking them the places that they may or may not want to go. Yeah. Uh, or just, you know, what are we doing on these weekends and what do we want to accomplish, right? Yeah. So they can look this time next year and be like, hey, 2023 rocked it, right? Yeah. So cool. that's the plan. I like it. We'll see how it works. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So Alisa uh, is our chief strategist, comes up with all the master plans for our clients when they come to us. Uh, looking for direction and looking for a better plan. So uh, I would love for you just to uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. Maybe we can start with like, what, what, where are some of our customers like when they come to us? Yeah. When they're not even a customer yet, whether they're saying, hey, uh, they're raising their hand saying, 
I need help with this. Um, what buckets are they in? Yeah, they're either, lots of times they're um, maybe a few years into their business and they now have gotten a feel for what they think their audience is and what a feel for who their core products are and they want to scale and they want to grow. Mm -hmm. um, so coming at, at, at that time in the relationship um, seems to be a commonality, but then also coming into, um, you know, family businesses that are third generation and mm. they've been doing things the same way because that's the way they've always been done and looking at what their brand is now and what it was then and if it makes sense to continue on in that fashion. Most of the time it doesn't. Most of the time we need to actually look at refreshing the brand in some sh way, shape, or form, rework how their marketing looks now versus how it looked 100 years ago. Right. Um, and it sounds like common sense, but it's shocking how many businesses – are you know successful so they don't want to change the fear right. of change might be a detriment versus looking at things in a way of saying what is what are the possibilities if we do change right so i see both of those looking at the 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 sunshine versus the darkness yeah. right <laughs> yeah out of you know you know looking at it inquisitively and the possibilities versus out of fear right right right, right. yeah and I will say, um, just, just real quick to that is like you said, you know, they're, they're, they've achieved some sort of success, obviously if they're third generation or second generation and they've been operating for 25, 30, 50, hundred years, we've, we have those businesses and have worked with them, um, and still work with them. Um, but you know, I, I've always seen in businesses that profit covers a multitude of sins, right? So, uh, you can be profitable and be successful, but that almost leaves you stagnant and, and, and not willing to make a move, yeah. uh, to grow and get further along in the business. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a really good point you bring up. Yeah. And I think we've really found ways that we can partner with those customers and help them explore where they are and then where they want to be. And they might not have thought of that before. It sounds like a simple enough question, like where do you want to be? Like just saying, well, what's your five-year goal? What's your 10-year goal? When someone asks me that, I'm always like, hold on a second. I'm just like living. I wrote this down day. somewhere, hold yeah. on. Yeah, hold on, What what is my goal? So <laughs> just asking the questions yeah. and getting them to think, rethink where they are and where they want to be helps to drive the goals and the deliverables, both short-term and long-term. And then the strategy is born out of that. Right, totally. So do you see the, the, those are kind of t the two buckets? Yeah, I feel like those are the two main buckets that I see mm -hmm. a lot is, is, is earlier on, you know, less than five years and or um, that, that generational business. I'm sure there's it's some other ones. It's looking to shake things up. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's it. some in-betweeners, but yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like we, we end up working with a, and doing well for a lot of our customers that that's what their desire is. Right. Um, and then the other common thread is wanting a strategic marketing partner versus a vendor. Um, right. We're not, Ex you know, explain we're just that. not a vendor. Okay, explain so that. like, you know, other agencies even, other marketing companies. I know you hate packages. You could you could weave that into it. Weave in, the, I weave don't in like, packages. Well, so packages help for pricing, <laughs> right? And they help to make sure yeah. that your pricing as an agency is in line with your deliverables so that you can actually deliver what you say you're going to do and make money while you're doing it. The problem with packages is that just marrying a couple packages together just doesn't really meet the needs of an individual business in most cases. Right. It can help with giving us a, a, a you know, 
figuring out pricing, but but we need to be flexible enough to say, you know what, this business really needs a deep dive in their reputation management, and we're going to need to do some brand discovery and a customer journey map to understand what's going on with their reputation and to help right. fix the problem and not just slap a Band-Aid on it with a reputation management program. Right. So I, I think just having that deeper conversation with our customers allows us to then truly partner with them, and then we're in it with them. We're not mm -hmm. just you know, saying, okay, we're checking the boxes of the things that you signed up for us to do. Because at right. the end of the day, they're more than likely not going to stay with us because we're not going to be able to move the needle for just checking boxes. Right, if we're just writing content and running ads. Yeah, and, and we're not reporting and, and making changes off the reporting and all of that sort of thing. We're, we're, we're not just reporting, we're getting feedback and we're finding right. out, okay, we just like kicked butt and we're on the first page of Google for several keywords organically, is that impacting your business like we thought it was going to? Right. Exactly right. Right. And if it's did not, it, then did it make, are there different keywords we need to rank for? Like, why isn't yeah. it impacting? Right. Did we take home more money today? Yeah. Did we impact more people, more customers, more employees? Yeah. Yeah. The things that matter. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so what, uh, explain to me a little bit of that process. Like, how does that get started? What, uh, what do you, how do you even start the conversation when sure. somebody's coming to you really for, uh, what I would suggest is a, a, a prescription. They have, they have an ailment, they have lack of sales. They have, mm -hmm. uh, as you say, a reputation, uh, issue. You know, we, we've, we've come across customers with all these problems, right? right? Um, so what's, how do you go about that? Well, I think, you know, I think the prescription analogy is a good one because a lot of times our, our customers end up client coming to us with an ailment, so to speak, and they think they know what the fix is. And we have to really diagnose whether that fix is the right fix and the only fix that's going to fix their problem. Right. And then do we just want to fix that problem or do we want to expand upon that and look at it holistically? Right. So that's the way, that's where I take the opportunity to do a full discovery with a customer and so that we can really understand their business, understand their goals and, you know, pull the curtain back and really know, you know, everything that we're dealing with. So we're not just prescribing a, a you know, lead generation campaign because they say they need more leads. Yeah. We know what, what services they need more leads for and why and what's yeah. most profitable for them and why and how we can scale that part of their business. Right. We know that, you know, they have, if they're a service-based business, they have five trucks and, you know, at capacity, they need, you know, 60 more jobs over the next six months to, like, get them to that point where they can get that next truck truck and grow to the next level that they want to be at. Mm -hmm. um, understanding all of that is is really where we need to start so that we can put the plan together um, that's going to be, you know, the prescription that, that they need. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think you just brought up a really good point in business, uh, you know, we've I've been running a business for 18 years and seeing the different levels that are, are needed to achieve, right? When, you know, when I, when I bought the business, it was $400,000 annually in sales, right? Um, and it was like, there was this mile marker of, I need to get to a million, right? And then got to a million. I need to get to two and a half million. That was like these magical numbers of like, I need to get to 5 million. I need to get to 10 million. Um, and so, it was, it was, there are always plateaus, right? That you need to push to get to because uh, fixed costs grow as you grow. And then there's maximizing uh, a level of production at a fixed cost. Right. 
And so, and then you have to make the jump again. Right. And then you have to make, it never ends, turns right. out, right? right? And it's just, you're on this, you're on this journey of growth and, uh, and realizing that, stepping back and saying, hey, I'm not going to do this one time. I'm going to do this hopefully a hundred times, mm -hmm. right? And, and try to achieve that and having a system and process in place to know, hey, when I need to put the throttle down, I, I have that ability, right. but then I need to back off. We need to settle. We need to let things figure themselves out. We need to build processes around where we are at this level, and then it's going to be time to grow again. Yep. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's that's super important, and I think I, I, my business is not unique. Um, you know, I think in every business they have these these tiers that are uh, need to be achieved. Mm -hmm. So you know, l knowing that and going into that with a strategy of getting them to the next year is super important. Yeah. I love it. So, uh, what is, uh, give me, uh, give me one really good customer story. Do you have any? Yeah. Uh, well, one that I love is a customer that came to us a couple years back, e-commerce, which I really like. It's different because not all of our customers are e-commerce, but right. it's very transparent in terms of the ROI. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's sort of like, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's a double-edged right. sword, but it's like exciting too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of like if you did stocks, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to do stocks, but I would imagine if you know how to do stocks, like, you know, investing and you're watching yeah. it make money. So it's yeah. sort of like the thrill of that. Can $5 make 10? Yeah. Right? Can $5 make 10? And you're going to, how many times can I keep putting $5 and make 10? Is it endless? Yeah. Normally not. Might right. have to change up your audience, change up your targeting, right. change up your messaging. Um, right. Anywho, so a couple years ago, a, a customer came to us, e-commerce, didn't know if they were making money or not making money. Thought they were probably not making money, but weren't even sure how to look. And we got, took a look under the hood, and, you know, things just weren't even connected to even know, like, what the ROI for their ad spend was. Right. You know, pixels weren't firing correctly to tell, you know, the machine what was working and, and what wasn't working. And when your pixel's not firing correctly, you have a problem. Yes, those pixels need to fire correctly <laughs> or we are not in business. So uh -huh. we were able to fix everything, see really how bad things were. Um, we were They were spending double what they were making, so in the hole. Um, and then after a few months of work, we got them out of the red and into the black. And then right. now, you know, they're, you know, when I look at their ROI from when they started to us to now, you know, we're up 300%. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's fun, you know, and I know yeah. we have similar instances with other types of businesses. It's just not as black and white as like something like that, where yep. it's just right there in the numbers with the revenue. Yep. 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 I would say, thank you. Thank you. That's a, that's a awesome story. Uh, my, my, my favorites are usually from the, from the generational businesses Yeah, is the, the story of they tried something, you know, I tried the Google ads or I tried the Facebook, Facebook doesn't work for us or, you know, something along those lines. And, uh, TikTok is for kids, you know, mm -hmm. the, these broad statements of, uh, you know, these are, these are content platforms, right? So. Um, you just have to make the right content for the platform. Yeah. Uh, it's not the medium, it's the message. <laughs> right, so. totally, totally. Yeah. And so when uh, they're very skeptical and then and then we turn it around and, and make, you know, uh, a gold mine for them make in them a believers. platform yeah. <laughs> that they, they didn't believe would even work, right? Yeah. Or have even tried it, right? So uh, that that's, that's probably the... My, my yeah, best what's funny story. about digital marketing is that anybody can do it. So, mm -hmm. you know, 
there's business owners who, you know, like, yeah, I tried Google ads. I went in there, you know, I did what they said to do and it just spent a lot of money. And I'm yep. like, yeah, I know. Like you can't just, it's, 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 there's a lot to it. It's they its want own. you to spend money. Oh, they'll <laughs> take your money. They make it easy to take your money yes, with yeah. they, with, and, and they don't, I don't think they're, you know, there's no, any nefarious plot here. I think it's just, it takes a lot of work for the right people to do the analytics, to set up the, to set up um, all of the development stuff that needs to be set up, right? All the creative needs to be on point and everything has to be cohesive. And it just takes a lot of different types of skill sets to even have one Google campaign go well. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for doing what you do, Elisa. Oh, it's I my appreciate absolute it. pleasure. I know. I absolutely it makes you happy. It. it makes it, you smile. It does. It yeah. does. Yeah. There's a twinkle in her eye when she talks about Google ads. I don't know what it is about the Google ads, but it's always got me. Hook, <laughs> 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 line, and sinker. <laughs> well, Lisa, thanks for being on the show. Of course. We got to do this again soon. Would love that. You and Lou got to do a show together. Yes, we're... We're tinkering with the thought of doing that. In Firecracker fact, she might Lou. be seen later today. Oh, really? And a follow-up. I don't know. Okay. So. That would be great. We would yes, love that. I would love that, too. I'm tired of hearing my voice. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to that Cause podcast. Um, Lou's going to give me shit because I'm probably going to say this wrong. But oh, you need you to said an SH word. Oh, Are we yeah. allowed to cuss? Yeah. Are we gonna Gary We're adults. Okay. Um, at fullsale.media. That's our podcast handle? Yes, that's our podcast handle? handle. It's a handle it's on a podcast, handle. Lou? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Neither. It's neither. <laughs> it's a channel? Yeah, I don't know. That's 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 what See, Lou this does. this is where I need other people's help. That's why right. we have a team. That's right. Exactly right. Case Thank point. you so much for joining in, guys. Have a wonderful day. Thanks.